With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Blog Talk Radio. Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. Join America's leading relationship expert, top holistic life coach, and best-selling author, Dr. D. Yvonne Young, along with a diverse team of regular commentators, experts, and celebrity guests. Be entertained while being informed on the issues that affect you most. Don't miss it. Dr. D. Yvonne Young, providing you the tools you need to start living a profoundly extraordinary life. Good afternoon, America. Today is August the 14th, Here's what I have today. I have hope, and I have it wrapped up with a red bow. Maybe not a red bow, but some red hair. This is such an honor. Um, I'm going to talk about predestination and divine intervention. We see people after they have become what has made them seldom do we see the struggle. Before I begin today's program, there is uh, a gentleman that I'm going to have on the show next week um, that resonates in a spiritual value that's almost just reprehensible. His name is Fernando Marone. Fernando has a gift, God, and for those of you out there that have served in your spiritual beliefs, and he definitely uses prophetic gifts to bring awareness and keep hope alive for many of us. And this is going to tie into my very, very special guest who will be joining joining us in about, I guess, probably eight minutes from now. Fernando, are you there? Okay. While we're waiting to get in, let me let me give you uh, where I'm going with today's show. Many of us have had opportunities present themselves to us in visions. We see these things get a almost like Joseph in the coat of many colors. You know, this this for those of you that are not with this story. If you read in the Bible, there's a story about this cat. Is uh, he has these really cool visions that God gives him about who he's going to be and he's going to become this very gifted and talented one. Well, as he has these visions, he does what most of us do when we a uh, when we get a vision of how we're going to do things. We end up having a situation take place where we are shown our gifts. We're shown ourselves using our talents. We are shown ourselves being the fulfillment of what we are created to be. Now, the point is really simple. Before you get to point B, you've got to point A, and point A usually sucks. So what happened is he told his brothers about his gifts. When he tells about his gifts, and they're like, what did you just say? He said, well, I saw myself ruling over you. And, and right about then, like with most siblings, the rivalry gets set in. His life gets set on what little juxtaposed course where things are the exact opposite of what he's been promised. With that said, that is what happened with uh, my guest today. And when that in her life, it it did anything but give an indication that she would be she is. Uh, I'm going to ask one other time. Do we have Fernando on yet, Julia? All right, here we go with the technical stuff. All right, 
with that said, I'm having, I guess the angels are playing tricks on me today. What I want to do is uh, we'll get to Fernando a little later in the show. The person that I am bringing um, is a finalist from the show Best. She has an album that uh, debuted high on the uh, on the charts, and it went to number one. The album is Living Out Loud, and it. I'm going to tell you now, if you haven't heard of Alexis White, you will hear about her. I don't know if you haven't heard about her, you must be living under a rock somewhere. But Alexis has a phenomenal album that is not just written based on um, on a hypothesis, but it's on that she's lived. And we're going to be bringing Alexis to our show in just a second. We've got a backdoor uh, note that Fernando is on. Fernando, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yes, finally. Dude, I was starting to think, okay, somebody <laughs> is really playing on me. Um, I want to uh, first, I told the audience about the gifts that God is giving and I want to use you to segue. Uh, I want to do two things in bringing you on. The first thing I'll say is that, ladies and gentlemen, Fernando will be doing a special show about, uh, you know, what happens when life is over. And what happens when we're born? You know, God's word says, I knew you before you were ever established in your mother's womb. I yet knew you. And what I want to do, Fernando, is talk about Alexis and predestination. Can you put our audience one theorem that you have about how predestination works? And what I'm asking about is this conversation you and I had, which was really, really cool, um, saying that, we make a decision to be birthed into a circumstances, and we have a discussion with God and with the Holy Spirit about what's going to happen when we get here. Me and life is predetermined. Share with us a little on that, Fernando. Well, you know, it's interesting because many people, you know, when they come into life, we all believe that when, as we live our daily lives and have the experiences that we have, that it's all just by chance, that we really don't have very much say in what happens. And what I've come to learn over the many years of, of uh, working with people and, uh, you know, really hearing spirit is that we come in with a plan. It's kind of like, you know, you, you go to school or you go to college and you meet with your guidance counselor and you figure out what your plan is going to be for the next four or five, you know, six, what, how many every years you plan on going to school. And you set up a, a, a design, it's kind of like a, a, a scheme of how things will, will happen. Now, of course, you're not going to be able to uh, really pinpoint every single moment of every single day, but you kind of get the basics of what this life is going to be all about. So when you finally arrive, you know, you, you kind of go through a period where you don't you – know, your, your memory of understanding these things, of understanding this pre-planned, uh, destined life is kind of taken from you so that you could play the part that you've been, you know, uh, uh, put in this life to play, which is who you are. And uh, then you'll go through life and you'll hit you'll hit certain points or periods. And some people experience that feeling of deja vu where, you know, I know I've been here before. I know this is so familiar to me. Well, of course it's familiar because you planned it and you set it up so that you can experience these things. And now you're actually doing it. So that's why it's so familiar for you. So most people come into life with specific things they're going to accomplish or specific goals in mind. And then they get here, and life, of course, takes them in that direction with all of the extra tidbits that you, you go through along the way. Wow. So, and I believe I really resonate with that because reading the word God says, I knew you before you were ever in your mother's womb, I yet you, and if what we're supposing in this conversation has any significance to it. That is why, as Fernando just mentioned, we have these deja vu experiences. I'm in contact with people that we felt like we knew and what have you. But if you guys want to hear more of that, I'm going to tell you, you do not want to miss Fernando Morone. He's going to be on our show about uh, the next week or so. My producers are working that out with him. Now this guy's like me. 
He's a uh, he's a modern day Nathan. He's a modern modern day. I mean, God has really used his brother in some wonderful ways. But Fernando, thanks for uh, giving me the setup, and we'll be talking to you next week. But we're gonna go to break, and I'll uh, take about forty five seconds. But before we go, I want you, those of you that are watching uh, live, or if you check this out in the archive. Go and Google Alexis. Go and listen to her music. Go to her Facebook page, and we will be right in about 45 seconds to have her on the show. You're listening to Conference with Dr. Dean Yvonne Young. Talk to you in a minute. Um, 
for God be the glory for that. And, and all in all, I, I claim it as preparation for the journey because now that God grants me anything tangibly um, or just anything, period, I have such an appreciation for it. Um, you know, so I'm, I'm just really humbled by everything that God is doing in my life and um, just really, really excited and I'm looking forward to what else God has in store. Hey, Alexa, i got to go back. You said some stuff that, man, a lot of people that are listening to this, you know, there are going to be millions of people that are going to hear this thing um, over again, probably through the archives, I know, uh, over the next year or so. But I want to ask a question. You 48 hours, you know, like just two days, some took you guys from, you know, everything being cool and everything. What happened? Well, it was just a little bit of um, financial problems, basically. Um, Again, I think anybody who knows what um, being in ministry is like or being a a preacher's kid especially is like you understand what it's like to give up some things, to sacrifice. You know, several times where I could recall um, lights not being on at my house but lights being on at the church house and, you know, just different things like that because there's there's a sacrifice, there's um, there's a, a giving up of yourself, if you will, um, when it comes to ministry. So um, that's pretty much what happened. Um, but to God be the glory again, because um, that right there proved to me that, you know, God is able. He's able to do anything, um, how big or how small. And it also reminds me that, you know, as quick as God can give you something, he can take it away from you, you know. So um, I'm just grateful that I understand that, um, this gift that God has given me is it's no goodness of me, my talent, or my ability, but it's simply the grace and the favor of God over my life. And for that, I'm just ultimately grateful and um, just just humbled and, and just honored at um, what God is doing in my life. Okay, I want to go back to something. Um, when you said that there were people and that there were situations where you always saw the equivalent of a divine hand reaching into your circumstances. I would uh, for you to just reflect. Give me like three different examples, and I'm talking really before Sunday best. I'm talking about because what you just said is so cool. And in America, I want you to hear what this sister is saying because you know she's got she definitely has got that New Yorker. That, that down when she talks, but she's saying some really rich stuff, and I want you guys to pay attention to what she's sharing with us. You made a comment. You said, you know what, the lights would be on at the but the lights would not be on at our house. And then mm-hmm. you made another statement. You said that um, even though it didn't seem like going, we weren't able to go where we wanted to, God still had provided through transportation to get us from where point A was supposed to be, point B. Uh, Give me some examples of when you saw, knew, not what you thought, but what you knew was God's hand on your life and a family's life, and that you knew that it was connected to the destiny that he had you on. Well, I knew it was God when, when... When the entire situation happened, I knew it was God, yeah, um, even when, um, you know, initially, of course, you don't really recognize um, God's plan or, or God's strategy when he's doing things in your life. Um, you look at it and you question God and you say, you know, why why is this going on? What's happening? What have I done? You know, is this my fault? You know, I'm, I'm faithful, God, I don't understand. I'm faithful in my faith. You know, I'm faithful in ministry. I'm faithful to you. You know, so I'm not understanding what's going on. Um, But by and by, God definitely showed me and my family, um, first and foremost, that he would never leave us or forsake us, just like his word says. You know, because, again, even though we were in a hotel, um, you know, he he sent people to um, bring food or he sent people that would be like, okay, I'm going to pay the hotel bill up for um, a days or um, a close friend of my parents who was, my mother's adjutant, who's gone to be on with the Lord, who transported us to school, 
the hotel we were in, um, it was like an extended stay kind of hotel, so it was kind of far out, um, but they brought us back and forth to school every single day. So right then I knew that was God because if it wasn't, we would just stay there. We would just, you know, just be out there. Or we wouldn't even have a hotel. We would be, you know, outside or, or, or dead, for crying out loud, or taken away from our parents or any of that. Um, but at that point, it, it, it was the perfect opportunity for me to recognize what God was doing. Um, and, again, um, I just knew that there had to be um, an extreme outcome um or, or an extreme um, plan that God had up his sleeve with all of the hell that um, just started taking, just breaking loose in our lives. You know, there's always a bunch of hell when God is about to do something extraordinary. So um, all, again, just um, enabled me to trust God even more and to really, really come to know um, in, the, in all of the essence of who God is. What, what I was just talking to uh, Ando Marone about just a moment ago, um, you know, a lot of people do not believe in mirrors. I don't know how because people like you and I are the living embodiment that God is still in the miracle business. But for that, I, uh, we're having like this really deep conversation about how the Holy Spirit and how God assigns us a mission in our lives when we become aware of it. I know uh and going, and I'm not trying to turn the show in today, folks, but I am definitely a man that is spirit-led, and I'm very prayerful. When I'm reading, I like to find what I consider to be my little uh, superhero Bible. So one of them uh, is definitely Joseph. You know, this cat and I have a lot in common. You know, it's like I was adopted, raised on the other side of the family, always outcast and tormented. So what I want to ask you is, did you ever feel like, okay, God, why am I here, man? I mean, it's like you showed me that I'm this and I'm going to do that, but these circumstances do not look like what you showed me that going to do. When did you have one of those moments? Oh, my God, we have them all the time, you know. I've had them several times in my life, you know, not then, but just, you know, over time period, even after the show. Uh, when I win, when I didn't win the title Sunday Best, and you know, uh, as I, you know, wanted to, as I believed God for, you know, and, and as I held on to um, all the promises that He do in my life, you know, those things when things don't add up according to your plan or what you have in mind, sometimes it's really, really challenging. Trust <laughs> Him, and you can't figure out what He's doing or, you know, how He's going to turn things around. But um, when I reflect on the things that God has done before. A forearm, you know, it just reminds me that he's able to do that and more again and again and again. And so uh, that's just what kind of, um, you know, builds that faith up in me even the more, just knowing all the things that God brought me through, you know, just standing in firm and believing that. The last part of what you said faded out. Repeat that again. Just saying, just standing on um, and believing that. Okay, what we're having, I think it's it's probably uh, Alexis is doing this interview by phone and definitely doing. Uh, she's doing some fading in and out. What I want to do is we're going to go and take a short, uh, about a 50-second uh, break. Uh, you're listening to Conversations with Dr. Yvonne Young. I have as my special guest, Alexis Spite. We're going to come back. We're going to talk about uh, the auditioning process and being in that crowd with 2,000 people in her. We'll be right back in about 45 seconds. You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young.
You're listening to Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young. I have as my specialist today, Alexis Spike. Alexis, are you there? I'm here. Okay, cool. Here's where I want to go with this conversation. Um, you decide that you're going to audition for BET Sunday Best, and I know for a fact I've never seen that, but years ago, and I'm not going to date myself, I was a judge for a one of the first national television shows that had something to do with talent called Star Search, right? So mm-hmm. I know what it's like Look out there, see all of these people in that line, and, you know, and I could imagine the nerve, if you are a heck of a vocalist, the nerve it takes to get up there and not crash under. But but when you did it, not only were you under pressure or under the gun because stuff that was going on in your personal life was enough to really have somebody jacked up in the head. Tell me from the time you decided to audition, what was it like? It was very, very nerve-wracking. Um, I auditioned for American Idol and X Factor um, for Sunday Best. Um, I didn't make it on American Idol, but I did make it on X Factor. Um, so I was just waiting kind of, um, it was like a waiting game um, for them to make the final call and, you know, tell you yes and, and when to come back to go on the show and whatnot. Um, but the auditions um, for Sunday Best were going on in the meantime. So I decided to um, go ahead and audition for that. I remember being really nervous because there were several thousand people ahead of me. There were 20,000 who auditioned all together all over the country. Um, and so I was very, very nervous. Um, I was far down in the line. So I did. I, I was just like, God, there's no way that I'm going to be recognized out of all of these singers. And I was more so intimidated in this competition um, versus a secular competition because people in church can just flat out sing, you know, just sing. And so, um, you know, I didn't know what to expect. I just knew that the talent would be tremendous. And so I was a little intimidated, and I wanted to go home. But um, my baby sister came to me and said, Lexi, don't let this discourage you. God's favor is on you. And when she said that, I knew it was God because I hadn't even said anything. And so um, I persevered, and I went ahead, and I did it. Um, and to God be the glory, I made it. And I had the option to choose between uh, next year and Sunday Best. But I decided to choose Sunday Best because I just felt a certain obligation and a certain entitlement um, to God for all of the things that he had brought me through at such a young age. Um, you know, I just wanted to give my gift back to God, and I'm just so, so grateful, again, for um, all the doors that God has opened through the platform that Sunday Best has provided me and, um, you know, just, just everything that God is doing in my life. Really, really humbled, um, grateful, and ultimately just very excited. Okay, I'll go back. You just told me that you had the opportunity to pick between two national shows. Yes, sir. <laughs> Wow. Okay. You know I got to go. This is like really like my when my son was a little boy. This is getting gooder and gooder, right? Uh, <laughs> when, when that happens, what I'm seeing or what I'm seeing spiritually is that you have in the road, and I'm going to just guess this out because one, one theorem would be, well, God just put out all this opportunity. Take the one you want to run with it. Spirit, though. My discerning eye is looking at this saying, here's one choice. You can pick the world. Here's a choice where you can pick well, like what you just said, give my gift back. What the night or the, maybe it wasn't a night, but during that little moment in time, whether it was a night, a day, a week, or a few hours, what kind of stuff was going through your mind caused you to know which was the right decision? Um, there was a lot, but it it wasn't really um it wasn't really a big decision for me, um, because I, I had already kind of made up in my mind what I wanted to do. Um, I it was like that thing where it was like, Okay, since I have the option I'll consider it but I kinda already know what I want to do, um, because God had already kinda put it in my spirit and so um I just went ahead believing God that regardless of what the outcome was, um, what Sunday, God would take care of me and that at least he would know that 
um, you know, that I, I was doing this for him, not for my glory, not for, um, you know, so everybody can know Alexis fine and, you know, all that stuff, but so that he can get the glory out of what I'm, what I was singing. So um, I just thank God for that. Okay, so now I, we're at the stage. They get ready to tell you you're next. You're getting ready to walk in this room. Who were the judges uh, sitting in there that you were waiting on you? Um, well, there was three rounds. Uh, I got I was VIP, so I got to skip the first round of auditions and go straight to the second round. The second round was Anita Wilson, um, Terrence Glenn, and uh, Amber Bullock. And they were just, after I sang, they were just kind of like in awe. Um, I remember Amber, she got up and she followed me um, to the next round where um, Pastor Donnie McClurk and Pastor Kimberell and Cece Winans were. I mean, Yolanda Adams, I'm sorry, where they were. And, um, you know, she just encouraged me and was like, you know, regardless of what happens, God is really going to use your gift. And just confirming everything that God had already spoken to my life. And so um, I remember that moment. I'll never forget it. And I was grateful for that. And then when I made it to the third round of auditions um, with the judges that you pretty much see on TV, uh, I was really, really nervous. Um, but, again, I believe God and um, even the song I sang procra- proclaimed that, um, you know, it was all about Jesus and not me. I sang I need the Paul Martin version, um, just just letting God know that I need him more than anything, you know, and it, it had nothing to do with me, my singing, any of that, but I needed God and I wanted people um, to hear this sound that he had given me. You know what's so funny about that? I was looking at... Um the background footage of Sundance and uh, Donnie McClurkin was on there, and he said, if I hear a woman come in here and sing, I need thee, and they were showing this quilt of, like, all these people that were in that song that were just crashing and burning. So that says a lot about your that you came in and sung with everybody, because I'm assuming if that happened in the six, I know that had to happen in to the same amount in season five. When you, so that that really says a lot. Now there's a song that we're gonna play uh, up uh, probably in about two to three minutes. But I want you know I know that imitates life, and it does so because. In my profession, you know, as a as a coach and as a counselor, um, it's called the art, A-R-C-H-E-T-Y-P-E. And what that is is the part of the human psyche that comes to the rescue when we don't know what to do next. It's the part of us, the wounded child, that's the orphan, that's the caregiver, that's the sage, that's the warrior, what have you. So you wrote this. There's this song that we're going to play called Live Right Now. Uh, mm-hmm. That's um, on the Living Out Loud album, which again, America, I am telling you, this album is slamming. Go get it, go get it, go get it. What <laughs> is message behind Live Right Now? Um, it's a declaration. It's a declaration to God, to yourself, and to the world. Um, just proclaiming that it's time for us to live. Um, you know, a lot of people are alive, but they aren't living. But it's really time for us to live, forgetting about our past, things in our past that we can't fix or things that we can't change, um, and embracing not only tomorrow, but embracing right now, embracing a new beginning, embracing um, a new start, and living, living right now. So um really, really grateful for the song. It was written by Alvin Garrett, who produces a lot in the secular industry, um, but he has an awesome, awesome pen, and I was privileged to work with him. And so um, it's one of my favorites on the album. I love it. Um, um, and it definitely blesses me, and it's a blessing when I sing it out. So I thank God for it. Wow. Okay. Well, America, uh, we're going to hear this. It's not going to be a 45-minute cut. We're going to actually play the entire song. It's from the Living Out Loud album with my guest today, Alexis Spite. And you get through listening to that, we're going to come back, and uh, definitely we've got uh, about 20 minutes or so at that, so we're with my wonderful, wonderful guests. But right now, America, you're going to hear a song off of the Living Out Loud album, Live Right by Alexis Spike. Mm-hmm. 
unbelievable conversation, irreplaceable day. What can I do about what's gone? It's like holding on to the fall. It's impossible. Undeniable nature, uncontrollable pain, understandable emotion, unconditional faith. What can I do about what's lost? It's like hiding light in the dark. It's impossible. I can't live life in rewind. So I turn my eyes to the moon, oh man. And I'm gonna live. I'm gonna live now. people can definitely sing along to. I don't want to ever have a song that people can't sing along to when they're just all alone in the kitchen and, you know, just washing dishes and, and, you know, the song is just ministering to them. I want it to be something that they can sing. I don't want it to ever, ever be too complex to where um, my audience can't sing along to it um, as far as commercialism is concerned. But um, I definitely um, pretty much get the last say, my manager and I, when it comes to making sure that something um, is spiritual enough, making sure that um, it's, you know, it has the proper content um, to reach souls because that's my ultimate goal, um, that souls will be saved, healed, delivered, and set free, Um, not to sound cliche, but, you know, that's the ultimate prize for me. That's the ultimate, ultimate prize for me. So um, definitely both of those things, a little bit of both. Okay, now I've got three other questions before, because uh, I know you got a big get schedule, but three really big questions. The first one, <laughs> what inspired the red hair? Um, well, 
initially it was just me and my best friend trying something new. My best friend, um, Patricia Thompson, who is one of the most phenomenal hairstylists out, she does my hair, and we were trying something new, and we said, um, let's try red. And so we did it, and then when I went on the show, that's when it kind of became like that signature trademark where everybody just, you know, recognized me. It's not Alexis Fight as the girl with the red hair. And so um, I decided to keep it. And furthermore, it definitely is a symbol of my uniqueness uh, and a reminder to everyone who sees me that you can be as different as you want to be, as unique as you want to be, and still love God. You don't have to fit into that box of traditionalism, that society's mentality, or even church mentality, not kingdom mentality, but church mentality tries to enforce that says you have to look a certain way to be saved. You know, the Bible even says in First Samuel, it says, judge not his outer appearance, but judge the confidence of his character. For man looketh at the outer appearance, but God sees your heart. So I constantly try to enforce that everywhere I go, and I think the red hair is definitely a symbolism of that. And so I really, really thank God for it. Yeah, I noticed it as a contestant on this season, Sunday, and when I saw her with the red hair, I figured that was, I said, okay, I know who's in it. She's trying to tap into. Um, <laughs> the next question I have, well, you know you got to laugh at that. Uh, next question I have to ask you is if you're going to give uh, some advice to not an aspiring young artist, everybody cannot sing, but I'm just going to say advice to young people, even maybe mm-hmm. not some people not so young, about mm-hmm holding on and Mm -hmm. about getting out of the moment what Mm -hmm. the universe, what the angels, what the Holy Spirit is trying to get you to grasp and to what would you say is Alexis fight secret to seeing God in the middle of a storm? Well, you know, you that's just where faith comes in. You know, the Bible says that faith without works is dead definitely have to put some some works into what you're believing God for. Um, But ultimately, you can't see faith. You just have to believe it. The Bible also says that faith is the substance of faith evidence of things not seen. So faith is often blind. You can't see it. Um, it's intangible, but you just have to believe. You have to stand on to the and hold on to the promises of God. You know, you have to, um, what helps me often, as, as um, I often mentioned before, is that you have to just recollect on the things that God has already done. You know, and a lot of times that will help you to um, believe that, you know, if God has done it once, what makes you think that he won't do it again? You know, so he'll prove himself if you allow him to, but you have to have faith. That will preach. Are there any uh, organizations or any, um, I guess, missions or methods that you are supporting uh, during this season of your career, like with, uh, I've, I've got a buddy of mine, Cure Space, that's, uh, he's a co-host on the Steve Show, and Cure's thing is Sickle Cell, the mother buddy, Tony Terry, his thing is fibromyalgia, how connected your name to any causes, and if so, what are they? Yes, yes, yes. I've recently founded my own organization. It's called God Sisters, um, and it's basically a, a mentorship program um, kind of for young ladies between the ages of 13 and 19 where I stream live every Monday um, that I can. As long, as long as I'm not traveling, I stream every Monday um, and talk to young ladies about different issues from bullying to self-esteem to sex to, um, you know, all kinds of things that we deal with as young ladies. Um, and I'm just kind of that listening ear for them. I allow them to, um, you know, ask me any questions they desire to ask me, and I give them um, positive, godly advice. You know, I've overcome insecurity as well, and I've found that one of the things um, growing up that I wish I had was, you know, somebody more relatable to talk to. You know, you have your parents and you have people like that, but um, it's often really, really good to have somebody to talk to. I never had a big sister, so, uh, and I know there's a lot of them who don't as well, um, or even if they do, they don't have, you know, a big sister that they can talk to. So um, it's called God Sisters. Um, I named it that because, you know, you often, you know, in the world you say, um, you know, are y'all sisters? If so, are y'all blood? 
And uh, my thing is, yes, we're blood, and we're blood sisters because we're connected through the blood of Jesus Christ. So um, it's called God Sisters. We're at, um, I think, almost 700, 800 viewers now. So um, it's growing, and it's it's becoming really, really successful. Um, And I just pray that God um, continues to kind of give me that um, flexibility in my schedule to where I can continue doing it because they enjoy it. And I'm just really grateful for it. I'm excited, and um, there's big things um, that I have in store for it. and I'm just really, really excited. Where so? Where can give uh, people the information? Like, can they find this particular? Uh, yes, 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 yes. Where is it? Yes, feel free to register. It's absolutely free. Um, go to UncleGPromo.com to register. Again, that's UncleGPromo.com. Register your daughter, your niece, your cousin, um, your sister, whoever. Register them at UncleGPromo.com. Absolutely free. Okay, now the next thing I have to ask you were tour dates where uh, I was looking on your Facebook page and everybody, you've got to check out the page. I mean, I thought I had content. It's some really cool stuff on your page. So you're doing, you. where are you going to be? How can we get in? How can we be part of your experience? Definitely stay connected to me on social media. My schedule is crazy. I think I'm booked all the way until uh, October or November right now. So God is good. I'm going to be a little bit of everywhere. I've been um, traveling a little bit of everywhere. I've been um, with Pastor Shirley Caesar last week. I did a a mini tour um, last week. I was on the road for about a month. So God is doing great things. Um, Definitely stay connected to me via social media. Follow me on Facebook. It's Alexis Fight on Facebook. Like the page. We're at over 100 thousand followers on Facebook so please please like I want you to be a part I want you to know where I am what I'm doing um, etc so stay connected there Um, also follow me on Twitter it's Alexis Spite Um, you can also look it up under lyrically underscore Lexi and that's pretty much for everything Instagram um, Twitter all that good stuff but if you type in Alexis Spite all of the social media will come up so please please follow I follow back and all that good stuff Okay, and I guess my last question, and I thank you for being so patient with me. Um, what is working? Do you have some new music coming out? Are you going to be doing some stuff on other people's uh, albums? Or, or I'm sorry, you can tell how old I am. I'm saying albums, right? But you guys <laughs> no, I say the same thing, is. and I'm 20, so it's okay. <laughs> oh, okay. Cool, but, cool. yes, That's yes, sir. That's that old um, soul in you, girl. <laughs> I'll be doing my first feature um, with James Fortune and Fire on uh, September 6th of this year. It's in Atlanta. Look on my Facebook page, Instagram, all that stuff. I have some flyers posted um, for the exact location, the address of the church, and and all that good stuff. So um, definitely that's my first feature. I'm really excited about it, definitely anticipating getting back in the studio very, very soon. Um, We're pushing this album a little bit more because um, Steady is just now pretty, uh, is rocking pretty hard um, at radio. So we want to push that and then, Definitely going to get some new music out there. But just stay tuned. Keep it locked on social media, all that. And um, God is doing great things, and I'm excited. And, um, you know, stay connected to me. I want you to be a part. Man, this is so happening. Well, Alexis, I really want to thank you. I know that uh, last, um, I think it was maybe a week or two ago, we were trying to bring this interview to America, and we could because you were uh, in the air. <laughs> so, uh Okay. Contact Julia, my producer, and Julia, thank you so much. I love you. I have the, ladies and gentlemen, I have best producer on earth. She's so cool. Uh, But Julia was, uh, and you're you're trying to coordinate your schedule. You were, uh, you know, flying through the skies to actually make this thing happen. Uh, It was a beautiful thing. But always, always, always welcome back on this show. And I know. I, without a shadow of a doubt, that God is just beginning the work that He's in you. So, Alexis, by thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you so much for having me. All right, ladies and gentlemen, that was Alexis from Sunday Best, who has a 
album out that uh, I've said it over and over again during the show, but I'm going to tell you something. Living Out Loud is a heck of an album. Uh, go to YouTube, check out the previews, check out the videos. Uh, it's really good. Stuff. But here's what I want you to take away. We've got uh, roughly uh, maybe about 12 minutes left on the program, so there's some things I want to cover, and I want to go over because this interview uh, a lot of content but I don't want us to get so caught up in the star factor that we message. The first message in this is just because life sucks, just because it looks like you're in a quagmire or you're in a set of circumstances where you're wondering, you know, what's next? You know, last I was having a uh, dinner with someone very, very dear to me. She went through a hell of an ordeal, you know, mom, married to a wonderful guy, you know, and then right in the midst of all of these wonderful things, tragedies, I I had another friend going through the same thing. Life was going really good, and then he finds out that, you know, my, my significant other has cancer. I've gone through some things where when I finally started growing up and getting my head together, I loved mother was dying. I knew she was dying, but my thought process is, okay, dude, you know, you're on dad's deceased. You know, your mom is dying. You're going to bury her. Go back to school and finish your life. Well, let me tell you, ladies and gentlemen, that is not how it went down. Mom died. Everything was gone. Everything's embezzled. I'm sitting there, and I'm not even going to lie to you, America. I was so ticked off at God that, and I yes, I said it for you religious folks that ain't never been to God. You are fully, you know what stuff you can put on a flower bed. But the truth is, really living this life, and God is going to use you. You are going to get ticked on because you're going to come to these places in your life where you're going to go, God. Man, what's up? You know, why? And and if you're like any of us, you're going to ask this question, why me? I want you to ask yourself another question. Why not you? There would never have been a, a Jesus doing his thing had there not been a Judas. There would have been a Joseph without some brothers to kick his butt and throw him into a pit. As a matter of you know, there would have never been an Abraham and and less he has, you know, all of these things that we feel are persecution, persecution and setbacks are really setups. You are being birthed something wonderful, but it would never happen unless you receive the same treatment as any other thing that brings fruit. All things that fruit begin as a seed. Now, how do we have a seed yield content? That's very simple. You have to bury it. You have to put it up in so much crap and dirt and even put a little manure on it. And you know what that means when you some four-letter words start with an S and with a T stuff dumped on your life. You look back right then, that is your sign, and I'm here to, I assure you, if right now your life feels you have a bunch of you-know-what dumped on it, if you feel that you are being entombed, that you are under pressure, that is the confirmation that what's inside of you, what meant to germinate and populate your life, is about to come. The term, it is darkest before the uh, before the dawn, I'm sure that if seeds could talk, it would be like, man, somebody just dug a hole and threw me in it. Well, it's feeling like somebody dug a hole and threw you in it. It's a wonderful thing because only by having yourself sequestered, only by going into the cocoon of his life, can you have the time for oneness and the time for introspection, and the time to come into the awareness of the magnificence of who you are. Now, is that fun? Hell no, that's not fun. Does it suck? Uh, yes, most of the time it does. You know, Martin Luther King's most notable letter written while he sat in Birmingham jail, you dig? So there are times that circumstances appear 
to be anything but a reflection of what's happened. However, transmogrification cannot take place until you are put into those very circumstances. I have often, I'm so blessed, I have, um, I'm always bragging about uh, my producer, but there's another part of the Devon Young brand, Deborah Smith. Deborah is like my uh, brother, I mean brother, Deborah, don't hit me, that was a tongue slip. It's like her little brother or her, uh, she adopted me when she was a teenage girl son or whatever, but it's two people that, that are like, bookends to me, and they keep me in check. They is always making sure that, and, and I'm the, the reason I'm saying this, America, is because if you've got people around you that love you, they are not going to tell you what you want to hear. They are not humor you. As a matter of fact, they're going to check your behind when you're out of line. And, you know, I've been given these people, but I did not always have them. I had to go through a map of Kind of, you know, I, I don't, I can, I can just see Julia right now going, don't, don't, don't say it. I'm not gonna say it. I promise you, Julia, I'm not gonna say it. But you know, I've had to go through a manager that you need. I've had to go through uh, some people that work for me, where we got in the hell. Okay, we know that blank was crazy. I've had to lose money. I've had my bank account get on. To where if it was a thermometer, you would think it was broke because it was stuck on zero or even went negative. I've had to be betrayed. I've had even in and wanting to um, just use my talents and my gifts and get opportunities, I've had the very people that I thought would help me be the very ones that I find out later were talking about behind my back like a dog backstabbed me. Well, I am going to tell you what one of my mentors, T.D. Jake, said one day. He told me, he was like, dude, and until you get some in, until you can handle the betrayals, until you can learn to um, forgive, until you're purpose-driven no matter what the circumstances say, until you can become obedient and persistent to what your spirit is uh, guiding you toward your vision uh, comes up to what God is envisioned and things line up, you are yet going to stay on the hamster wheel. Well, America, I'm here to give you some. I am your evidence. So if you're sitting listening to this show and you're listening to it from a jail cell, from a hospital bed, if you're listening to this show from while you're driving down the freeway, while you're sitting in your office, off with somebody you work with that, you know, you want to let them know that they're number one waving at them with the right finger or whatever, I don't do it. I give you confirmation right now that that is the very evidence that you are headed toward a miracle. So with all of that said, keep your I want to uh, say a special thanks to Alexis Spite for joining us today. We've got a heck of a show uh, on board for you guys Sunday at 7.30, and I want you to tune in. And in case you ever feel that you're missing a program, don't sweat it. All of our programs are archived, so you can always go back. If there was something you heard or some connect information with a guest, you can go to Blog Talk Radio, or you can just Google Conversations with Dr. D. Yvonne Young, and et cetera. You know, you know. last but not least, um, if you're going through a breakup and you're trying to find a little life or you are just you've already gone through that and you're trying to get it together and not make the same mistakes again, go to D. Yvonne Young. It's spelled like Ivan, dvnyoung.com. There's lots of books and content on there that can help you out. So all of the homework is done. I think I just made it to the checklist. Uh, I want to thank my uh, wonderful, again, Julia Randall. I want to say a shout-out to the CEO of this brand. What's up? Deborah Smith, I love you so much. I want to say hi to Babette Perry, my agent at IMG. This is yours truly, Dr. D. Yvonne Young. And if you can find somebody to love you, why don't you do it? Because nobody can do it.
than you. I will talk to you on Sunday at 7.30. Have an awesome week. God bless you. I love you. Bye-bye. This song is dedicated to special, unique people like me. Outcasts, but you never cast out. Imagine me loving what I see when the mirror looks at me because I, I imagine me in a place with no insecurities and I'm finally happy because I imagine me letting go of all of the ones who hurt me. They never did deserve me. Can you imagine me? With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.